Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine two fives. But we are still married to the games. Episode four one nine. And I know what you're thinking. Holy hmm. crap! I'm late. And yes, you are. But hmm. that's okay. We want you to come as you are and jump in where you're at. Get in nice. where you fit in, baby. 419 episodes that you've you've missed, yes, but you're here now, and mm-hmm. that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And guess what? We are so grateful that you're here. Yes. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games, baby. Mm. Talking. And boy, oh boy, have the game side been going on oh. like a mug lately. I'm telling you, man. Mm. No, I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you say so. Oh my gosh. Eduardo. Yes, sir. How you been, that dad, bruv? We've been pretty good, man. We've been all right. Uh, I spent the week um, kind of upgrading uh, not upgrading but kind of moving my office around and kind of completing some finishing touches and getting desks put together and stuff and kind of getting all moved in in here and kind of getting a uh somewhat of a permanent uh area for my recording and streaming and just kind of everything that i do uh all in one space where i don't have to take it down and put it back up every time i want to do it and so it's Mm -hmm. been it's been nice it's been busy in that regard but it's been a good busy um, isn't that is does that is that peaceful for you at all it's really peaceful for me to like oh, yeah. undo wires and redo wires no. it is it really is oh i love it not it, me not in the slightest oh, really <laughs> no oh reorganizing that stuff oh no, my yeah. gosh Man, it's good stuff knowing what it came from and then what it's going to be it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah i got a plan this time i mean i don't particularly like the rat's nest of wires under my desk, but at the same time, it's like everything's plugged in, it's working cool. I don't care. It's under the desk. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm about to go through a same, uh, maybe not as big a transformation, but a transformation in my area as well. And I, buy, I bought like pipe clamps. They're the, yep. oh, yeah. you know, they're like C's that you could like screw closed, mm-hmm. except I'm going to use them as wire management under the desk. So you will just Ooh. screw one side to the desk and you'll have these hoops under the desk. So I'll be able to run all my wires along and I won't have any yeah. on the ground. That's and perfect. oh my gosh, I can't wait. That's Do you perfection. label the wires that are plugged in in the back? That's a good question. And no, I don't. <laughs> I should. Yeah. I've done that in the past. The only reason I don't is because usually I found for me, at least what I've done it before is I'll label them at the input or at the end of one of them. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't help me Uh. because when I look at the wire, I'm looking at the middle of the wire and it's not labeled. And so, uh, but I have a pretty strong grasp and understanding of which wire is going where. Um, But Mm. I think that if I started labeling them, that would take the whole thing to the next level. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's awesome, Eduardo. So you so you getting and if you watch Ed's streams on Twitch, you've definitely seen a small a uh, small change from your vantage point, but you're doing even more behind the the camera than we realize. Yeah, there's a lot going on underneath the camera. So it's just been nice to get everything finally hooked up and set up and and ready to go and and 
keeping track of what the camera can see and can't see and, and how far I need to push the junk so it's just out of frame. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah baby. Have you r- run into any hiccups reconnecting your stuff? Because it's kind of to what Chris's point is like, hey, it's plugged in, it's working, don't mess with it. But have yeah. you ran into anything where you're like, I unplugged it, plugged this back in, and why is it not working? Like, it's Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only hiccup, and that's why I, won- I considered labeling the wires is because I didn't realize that my Elgato wasn't plugged into the the blue USB port. It had to be in a black or, or it was in a black one. It needed to the be in a blue person, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Three Yes. And so I was like, which one is the Elgato cord going into? Yep. And so, mm. um, but other than that, it's been it's been a pretty smooth mm. uh, transition. It's great, man. Good. Yeah, uh, it's been a, a little uh, odd just because. Um, one thing that I I didn't talk about when we went to Nashville is that our last when Sarah and I were visiting Gabe and Jenny, our last day there, uh, Gabe uh, was we were probably about a half hour from leaving, and Gabe looked out the window and was just like, "Call nine one one, call nine one one." Oh my gosh! And um, uh, we looked out the window, and a man had been riding his bike and was just laid out in the street. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Gabe jumped on the phone and, and I, I messaged Gabe earlier and I was like, I just realized we never mentioned this on the podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, and and uh, we ran out there and uh, he was kind of laying there in a pool of blood, uh, unconscious, uh, not not responding. Um, Gabe was on the phone with 911 and Sarah and I were uh, just kind of at the guy's side. Sarah had his was holding his head and they had said, you know, put him on his side. I was holding him up on his side. And just kind of sat sat there waiting for the ambulance to come. Jeez. And um, after a while, which they felt sh- like a year. What's that? It felt like a year. Ooh, it felt like it, it took did. a year for them to get to us because we heard them really close. And mm-hmm. what I didn't know, Ed, until I talked to Ryan Stevenson, who was a paramedic for eight and a half years, was that when ambulances get close to the scene, they turn their their sirens off really where where if you notice the fire trucks run them all the way up to the the spot and so the fire trucks ran with theirs all the way up but because the ambulance turned theirs off it felt like they started by us close went far away and then it felt like they just went away we were like where are these guys right right and then you know here they came around the corner yeah um and so they kind of they came and took care of them and it was it was Hmm. pretty um that's scary. You know, and and it was yeah, it was, it was scary just because again, he wasn't responsive. He was breathing. It almost sounded like he was snoring. Um mm. uh, oh, man. The blood was coming from his nose, so it wasn't like a a super, you know, like a head trauma type of a thing, but you just never know. You know, you don't know if his neck is hurt, you don't know mm-hmm. how much you can move him even though they said put him on his side. I was super nervous because you don't know what's spinal injuries, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, 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 the paramedics came and, and, and took him and, um, uh, as the, as the, the, the days and then now weeks have gone by, they've kind of, uh, Gabe found out who the family was has kind of kept us updated. He had brain surgery, um, that went really, really well. And he's on a, uh, a slow, but very positive. sounds like road to recovery. Um, wow. 
Uh, and, and I didn't realize until just a couple of days ago that Sarah is still having nightmares about this oh, whole incident. Um, wow. even mm. though she knows, you know, Gabe's done a good job at letting us know what he's heard from the family, you know, Oh, mm-hmm. the surgery went well. Oh, he's responding now to nurses. He's awake. He's tracking people. Now he's talking. Um, and, and for me, that was kind of a, okay, good. You know, he's taken yeah. care of. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but for Sarah, she can't get past the point that she's still, holding this guy's head in her hand. She's got blood on her hands and, you know, and, and, and I just feel so, you know, I didn't realize she was going through this until she mentioned it a couple days ago. Um, Mm. And and so it's just been really heartbreaking to know how much it's troubled her just to see someone going through it. And, you know, she has such a heart for people and wants to help people, which is why she does what she does for a living. That um, I think the fact that, you know, you pretty much all she could do is hold his head and uh and pray she, yeah. she talked about praying hey, over she did it, yeah. she did her part man i mean that's that's exactly. all you can do there's nothing else you could do in that situation but at the time it doesn't feel like you're doing yeah. your part right you know right. what i'm saying like it, it feels like nothing I, I or the should, bare minimum yeah, yeah you're like i should be doing something more mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of you know a little bit of probably what she was feeling even though oh yeah like tim saying she was doing the perfect thing yeah, yeah. so it it uh, you know to kind of make a very long story short uh or at least shorter um, uh, we, we heard from Gabe today and I, th- I think at, at some point in the future, we're going to try to go down and, uh, he and his wife, uh, his wife has met Jenny and, and, and talked with her and, and, uh, he wants to meet, uh, Gabe and Jenny. And then Sarah and I are talking about going down and, uh, and just kind of all going in as a group and, and, and meeting him, uh, mm-hmm. and for the first time and, you know, in a, in a conscious state. And, yeah, and and I think that'll be good for everyone. Um, and just yeah. to interject real quick, what's yeah. been so what's been so sweet is meeting the family, seeing how grateful they were, and then I get to share it with one of my best buddies in the world. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's weird that we had to endure this trauma together, but like I'm almost glad we got to endure it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I would have done if Ed and Sarah wouldn't have been there. Hmm. Um, it would have been a lot harder to handle by myself because again, Jenny's back with the kids, kind of mm-hmm. trying to hold them back because it was a pretty yeah. gruesome uh, thing. But what was like, I think I told Jenny it was probably the sweetest text I've ever sent in my life. Is when after I met um, the daughter, and you have to understand when we meet her, she immediately starts crying Aww. because the doctors have laid out very clearly that we were in the realm of probably five to 10 minutes. If we, if we hadn't gotten there and been able to, you know, Ed and Sarah put hands on him and get an ambulance, they said he would have died. Wow. So they are looking at us as saving their father. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. and so we're so grateful that the blinds were open, that we happened to see him, all these things. Right. But one of the sweetest things was we took a picture right before Ed and Sarah left and me getting to send that picture Mm. to the daughter and the mom and saying, this is Ed and Sarah. Mm. This man had his hands on your husband. Mm. This woman had his head in her hands and was praying over him the whole time before the ambulance got there. And so being able to really explain how much of a team effort it was, because the thing that I've kind of wrestled with the guilt that I've wrestled with is I'm here. And so they're, pouring out their love on me um, Mm. and me knowing that it wasn't just me. 
and mm. you know what I'm saying that it was that it was that Ed and Sarah put their shoes on as fast as they could we all ran out there and they're the first to the bodies while I'm talking to them and their hands on him and so to be able to explain to them exactly what was happening and who was there what exactly exactly was happening and then for them to put faces with these names was just so amazing. I just remember sending that picture because it was a picture. I, I, I love it of all four of us anyway, hmm. but then knowing what it meant to this family to be able to see Ed and Sarah's face as well was just super, super special to me. Man, yeah. I'm so proud yeah. of you guys. Yeah. That's that's wow. like, that's when, insane. When you hear all of this, there's just so much bad and so much bad, just yeah, people exactly. helping people, man. This is exactly what what's up. And you guys represented just kindness and and servant servanthood to the fullest and you are definitely honored and rewarded for that and we love you guys man that is just yeah. freaking freaking awesome gabe is he a neighbor of yours or was this just yeah i mean okay. turns out we we had we had never met but he lives like up and around the corner and and i know we say bike because we know what we're talking about but it was a bicycle accident mm -hmm. yeah. and there was a hill uh, there's a hill that's by my house and people love flying down it. And it was just one of those things where he was probably coming down a little too fast. They said they had a, he had a really bad habit of putting his helmet on as he was leaving. Oh. And so oh, like his yeah. helmet wasn't on. He had a yeah. huge goose egg on his head. And, yeah. and so it, it just all, it was a, you know, a comedy of errors mm -hmm. really to where, you know, he just, you know, it's what they say too, right? When you get in an accident, I think they say of of a lot of kinds, especially motorcycles, they say it always happens within five minutes of your house. Yeah. And so, you know, the fact that he had just left and and all this stuff, it, it makes a perfect sense why he wouldn't have had his helmet all the way on or, mm -hmm. you know, he might have been fiddling with something. Again, we didn't see the fall. Uh, we just saw the aftermath, but you could definitely see like he didn't have his helmet all the way on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because right. where he had that goose egg, you know, would have been where the helmet would have been at. Oh, yeah. And like, wow. like Gabe mentioned, like you, Gabe noticed that the helmet wasn't buckled as it was laying on the side of the street. Mm. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was crazy. So yeah, Sarah's been kind of struggling with that. I, and I think the more she gets these updates, the more it helps kind of mm. put her at ease. Yeah. And I got to send a picture to them. The, uh, the wife, Kathy sent me a picture of her and Roger today. His name's Roger. If anybody wants to send up a prayer for him, um, and they sent a picture of them them two together today. He's awake and smiling at the camera in his own clothes. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, that's the first thing. I saw pictures of him. Uh, Becky, the, the daughter, brought some pictures by at some point. And uh, it was... Hmm. Not something you'd want to pass on, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. You know, I, was like, I, I didn't ask for them, but, um, but you know, she was just showing me on her phone, and uh, and so it was just so sweet to see this picture of him smiling, mm -hmm. the wife smiling, and you know, the fact that he got let out of Vanderbilt is where he had to go, the Vanderbilt Hospital. Oh, now wow. he's in inpatient uh, therapy, um, and so they're just so excited that he's out of there and he's awake and he's talking and, mm -hmm. and everything. Now it's just like the long path to rehab. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. So they said that'll take probably, you know, two or three weeks. Yeah. Thing. That's yeah. wow. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. So yeah, that's kind of what 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 Sarah's been wrestling with at night, and uh, I hate that man. Yeah, yeah, so do I. So I do hope I. the updates are helping though. I was I was hoping that the picture especially. Yeah, I was like, hopefully she can see this and see mm -hmm. his face. You know, he's not swollen. He's you know yep. everything's kind of quote unquote back to normal as far as how he looks. Uh, yeah, which is which is a huge blessing. We thought we found him on Facebook. It turns out we did, especially after seeing t the the picture the last picture you sent. Um, but just compared to what he looked like that day, I was like, I can't tell that this is the same guy. I, I, mm. I you know, um, mm -hmm. and so it's, it was good to see that photo, Gabe. So thanks for, for sending that. Oh, of course, of course. Um, wow. gaming wise, I, I did jump into the call of duty, black ops, cold war alpha. I didn't expect to, you know, I haven't, I have yet to play a multiplayer call of duty game that clicked with me. Um, I, I didn't play for very long. I played one match. To me, to someone who is not versed in Call of Duty, it felt like Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> felt like you should have played Call of Duty. By yeah, now. exactly. Um, there, and and again, it's an alpha, so I don't know if I should have expected at least some sort of a tutorial going in. Um, there wasn't one, so it's very much for Call of Duty players that are somewhat familiar with it already. A lot of times, I didn't know even how I was dying, all of a sudden I would just be dead. I didn't even know what was happening. Uh, so it was, uh, it, it was, it was, you know, I, I think if you like call of duty, maybe you'll, you'll like it. If you, if you don't know call of duty very well, maybe wait until the game comes out that has a mm -hmm. tutorial along with it. Um, but did at least want to give it a try. Uh, of Chris, course, do call of duties usually have a tutorial. Uh, you mean for multiplayer? No, they do not. No, I didn't, I didn't think so. Not, so I, I think even I think without Warzone, honestly, is and I don't remember because I I didn't buy Blackout, but I Warzone had the first time you fired it up. I think it had some type of it did, yeah, tutorial or something. Mm -hmm. But that's the first that I ever remember of it. I mean, because when you do the campaign, kind of the first mission, couple missions are usually you're in some barracks or something. You're learning the controls there, or or a right. mission that's super easy that even if it's not spelling it out, by the time you get done, you realize, oh, I just learned how to do everything. Yeah, but I think that one in Warzone is the first one that I remember there being some type of tutorial esque thing in a multiplayer mm -hmm. setting. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then besides that, it's been pretty much the same: Ghost Recon at night, Lego Marvel Superheroes, Hyperscape, and just a small splash of Overwatch. So Hyperscape Ooh. is is it repopulating again? Or? It seems to be. Um, after we recorded last week, the next day it was nothing but full matches the entire time. Oh, wow. um, oh nice. And then Friday it dipped a little bit again, and then Saturday it went back to full, and I played a little bit today and had full lobbies, so hopefully it's hanging in there. Um, I, I was uh, talking with one of the devs in his stream, and apparently he said before the end of the year, cross-play will be a thing. That's according to him. Nice. So, oh, uh, nice. That That's would, great. That would, be, that would help, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Do you want it to cross-play to PC? I wouldn't mind it, because... Um, I was uh, watching people play on PC and a lot of people who play on PC who play that game play with controllers. Oh, interesting. Uh, and, and it seemed to be about 50-50. They had a Hyperscape tournament and about 50-50 that were in the tournament were controllers and mouse and keyboard. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Chris McCracken. Yes. What's going on with you, bruv? Not a ton here either. Work is just continuing on. Nothing really new to to report there outside of just new projects and, and, and a lot. It feels like every week they're 
is a little bit more than needs to be done. And then somehow <laughs> we figure out as a team to get it done at the end of the week. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. it levels off at some point, but right now it's just kind of head down, nose to the grindstone kind of thing. So it's going. Um, this past weekend, we had another virtual game night with a couple of our friends on Friday. Nice. That was fun. Uh, and then uh, Saturday had a little bit of freelance stuff, but we, we kind of took it a little easy on Saturday. Uh, and then on, oh, actually on Sunday. So I've got to say this real quick. My nephew uh, had gotten really into Fall Guys. Now, maybe not so much that he didn't, I don't think he stopped playing it like his other games and only focused on that, but he would definitely jump in a handful of times and I got to jump in and play with him and partner up a few times. I think it might've been Saturday. He, he, uh, I get this, I was in the middle of doing something and I get a text message. And then before I can even get the text message, I'm getting a FaceTime call. And then, but my hands were full. I was like, okay. And so I put my stuff down then I go back in and I call him back and he was just calling me because he had finally gotten a win. Uh, And he was like, I'm, he's like, I'm never going to be able to get a win. This game's so hard. (laughs) And as you know, like they've put in these new updates or you guys may know, but they just recently put in some updates that changes some of the maps and how the things go or could be randomized. And so in my opinion, it's harder now. So he technically got a win when it was a harder game to play. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I I was congratulating him. And then we played a little bit more. I think it was Saturday night. Uh, And then this following Sunday, just spent a lot of time with family that day. uh, And then came back home and just been continuing on at work there. Um, On the gaming side, been continuing with Ghost of Tsushima. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how far into Act 3 I am, but I feel like I'm probably about halfway. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking forward to continuing and finishing out that story and getting that kind of that wrapped up. And then I'll just, as I have time, go back and just kind of mess around with side quests and other things because I still have fun going and messing around with all those. And it's easy to get yeah. distracted from the main story. And I really just yes. want to complete the story so that then I can just do the other things randomly whenever I'm feeling like doing it. I too jumped into the uh, Black Ops Cold War beta. I actually really liked it. Nice, good. <laughs> Which I so between uh, of all the developers that they have, kind of the two mainstays because the ones that have been with them the longest have been Treyarch and Infinity Ward. And so between those two in particular, I've always gravitated more to Infinity Ward's games than than uh, Treyarch's games. Even though I like Treyarch's games. They have a little bit of a, I mean, it's already an arcade shooter anyways, but then on top of that, Black Ops always feels like almost a bit, this is going to seem weird to say, but almost a bit like cartoony looking and feeling to me, a little more fantastical element to it. Whereas hmm. the Infinity War games always seem to go lean more towards the, the, the realism, at least in the graphics and the way that the, the skin looks and the guns look and all that. And none of that little like shininess and all those things. Yeah. So I, and I don't know why that's the only thing I can think that that may be why I tend to gravitate a little bit more towards the call of duty or the, uh, infinity war side. On top of that, the infinity ward is the ones where I'm interested in the campaign. I, I played the first black ops campaign and I'm like, I guess the only person on this earth who wasn't enamored with it. And so I never played any <laughs> of the other black ops campaigns. I just don't uh-huh. care. So this one that comes out in the, in November or whenever it's going to be, if I even get it, cause I, I'm probably going to end up holding off until PS five drops. Um, but I probably won't play the campaign. I'll just play whatever their version of Warzone is and I'll play the multiplayer. I just don't really oh, care wow. about the story. I mean, maybe it, it depends if it, it as it gets closer, if it starts to interest me. But 
the black ops stories always get a little wacky and crazy for me. And I'm just like, ah, I'm just not interested in getting into all the trying to figure out all the, the lines and, and tunnels that they weave. And like, I don't care what the numbers mean, Mason and all this other stuff. So I'm just going to skip out on that. Have you ever been a zombies guy? No, never been a zombies guy either. Gotcha. I'm not really, I'm not really a horde mode guy. I, yeah. I get bored with horde mode stuff really quickly. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's okay for a little bit, especially if you're playing with friends and you're just kind of like chatting and cutting up and having a good time. But even with friends, it's like, okay, at some point I need an actual objective with an end where I like, I can win. I don't just want to be like, Oh, I figured out this clue. And yeah, I boarded up another wall and up the zombies tore it down again. It just doesn't, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, and then outside of that, I, I think a little bit of fall guys besides on my own when I wasn't playing with my nephew. And that's really been it. I haven't had a ton of time for gaming, hoping to get some in this weekend and really hoping to finish out ghost of Tsushima, but nice. That's pretty much it on the McCracken front. Nice. Nice. Router. Man, I am boring and boring and boring and it's fine by me. Uh, but it is fall now. It is officially fall. We got some nice weather coming in right now, which has been really great and just kind of enjoying this weather. Um, this past weekend was just, it was crazy busy for Lauren. So I was trying to help out as much as I can. I mean, she basically worked all weekend, including a, a, like a 7.30 a.m. Sunday photo shoot thing that she had to do. And it was just something insane. So uh, just kind of being the dutiful husband and trying to help her out as much as as much as we can. And then on Monday, she kind of took the day off. And so I took kind of a half day and we just just kind of relaxed and watched some shows and just hung out while Piper was at school. So it was it was really nice. nice. Um, hopefully we can do more of that. But I mean, she's going to start getting into the holiday season before you know it. And, and oh, yeah, baby. the races mm-hmm. again. So here we go. Mm. But um, yeah, not not a whole lot's been going on. We've been very routine, which has been great. Um so I'll just kind of leave it at that. And on the gaming front, not a whole lot's going on there either. I mm. don't know what to play. So I've just been playing Overwatch nonstop. And it's been really it's been so much fun. I got to play with Lem and Sal the other day and, and we got a couple uh couple games in and I've just been it's just been Moira as as support and junk as as DPS and just having fun with it. Um I did notice though that I had forgotten that I had picked up um until dawn. And since it's kind of close to Halloween, I you, might actually... You picked just, it up recently or you just mean... No, like no, I, your I got it from catalog. the... No, I, it's, I looked in my library. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot that that was free on PlayStation Plus. And so yeah, I had yeah, it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to dive into oh, that, yes. which I think would be really cool. Uh, okay, hang on, hang on. Just let me throw it out there. Okay. Could be a really good game if you want to hold off a little bit to play for Extra Life Stream. Uh, okay. I don't know when that's I mean, going to be. Listen, nail that damn we're going to have a ton to play for extra true. live stream. That is true. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that is true. That's true. So, I mean, I could at least start it, but yeah, it's just been weird. Like my schedule, I haven't been playing in the morning at all mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because we just kind of reversed it with, you know, putting Piper to bed and then I go play video games for a little while and then I go to bed and then I get up and, and uh, off I go and start my day. So, um, yeah, that's a good point. Uh yeah, I'll I'll figure that out. In the meantime, it's still just Overwatch and and just still nice, really enjoying man. that game. I got all the the wins for the uh the the what was it the Tracer comic? Yeah, um, that's a nice skin event, which was yeah, which was really cool. So got all those wins and just been just been having fun. Like I really I need to just experiment with some more 
characters. I just haven't just I just love Moira so much and I love junk so much. And so I'm just kind of mm-hmm. been honing those skills a little bit more and and uh, and just going from there. But just still such a great game. It's just stupid. Did they have they announced yet when the, the Halloween event's going to be? I haven't seen anything. Yet. I haven't heard. But okay. I remember last year it was first week in October, I think, somewhere around there. Yeah. I thought it was late last year. I couldn't remember. I know it's got to be somewhat soon. Yeah, I hope so. So I, it's it, honestly, it ain't fall and it ain't Halloween without the Overwatch Halloween event for me. I just I look forward to that every year and f- mm-hmm. looking at all the skins and trying to get them all. And I've been running. If I'm doing Soldier, I'm running the the uh, uh, Slasher seventy six skin and and just the junk i've got the the uh scarecrow skin and all that fun stuff so it's just it's fun to kind of come back to all those so it's been good nice uh there you go. that's it man nice and boring nice and routine nothing compared to what ed and gabe have gone through yeah. and Same and here. Uh, <laughs> again man i'm just i'm super proud of you guys so kudos to you and and that's mm. awesome mm-hmm. uh mr patillo you are heading out on the road are you not sir yeah 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 leaving tonight uh, to hit some place in Indiana that I don't care about because it's not close to Ed. <laughs> <laughs> you're going. Oh, you're going the old not Ed Indiana. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's a. It's actually a, a fairly large area. Mm. If you think about it, <laughs> uh, what's frustrating is I don't know geography that well, and so when I just peek at the cities that we're going to, number one, I've not heard of half of these cities, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to look into the ones that I don't think are close to him unless they're in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I look at, I, I was, you know, cause every day I still look for a video game store to see if there's something close. There hasn't been. Um, but That's I just open. look, yeah. And I noticed that I was really close to Fort Wayne the other day. And I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ed's close to Fort Wayne. And so then I like zoom out and I'm like, I'm only an hour from Ed today. And I had no idea. I totally would have rented a car and went and crashed at his house. But, I didn't know because it was Ohio. I didn't even know to look. Yeah. Mm. So what are you going to do? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, just same over here, man, working, uh, trying to get some VO in when I can. Um, nice. That's been really cool. That is, Some of us just kind of worked out with my schedule, so I've been able to do uh, some things here and there. Baseball is moving into the fall frenzy, so it's which is a new thing that they've never had before. But because of Voldemort, everything's changing up. So I got to do the spots for the fall frenzy, which was really cool. That's awesome. Nice. Um, and then uh, on the gaming front, man, mm-hmm. I've been gone, and I didn't mm-hmm. take my PlayStation, and I did take my Nintendo Switch, and never turned it on. Because mm. that doggone among us. Yeah. Nice. And listen, we are growing in number on the road. The last count as we sat down and played was eight the other day. Nice. And so oh, nice. We, we had eight people actively playing in the circle, uh-huh. but we've gotten about 11 people to download it. And so we're oh, just waiting awesome. for that sweet time mm-hmm. where at least 10 of us are sitting there yep. and we don't have to use the chat function anymore. Is that the the max is is uh, is ten. can play is ten? Yes. Okay. And so um, that's what we're aiming for. We're super close. What's funny is <laughs> we were in there the other day. We're playing, and you know when it's like time to vote, we all just start talking. We're like, oh no, man, you were blah blah blah. You know, no no, that's us. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. This that and the other. 
And so we just start voting for people. And <laughs> you have to remember, we're playing with two people that aren't in the circle, that are just on the internet. <laughs> and one right. of the guys gets on the chat and he goes, are y'all on a Discord server or something? Because I don't know who you guys are voting for. <laughs> so awesome. I was like, oh, no, sorry. A bunch of us are sitting together. And so uh, it's just it's just a fun game. And it's it was fun when me and Ed downloaded it and tried it at first with strangers. Mm-hmm. It's really fun with friends. Yeah. When you're sitting there yeah. and everybody's like, you know, when you get killed and you let that laugh out, like, Ooh, you, Hey, all right. Okay. All right. I mm-hmm. see. You know, when one of the, one of your buddies sitting next to you kills you. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. And then seeing who can lie, who can't, you know, who doesn't have a poker face, you know, is really funny where it's like, that's awesome. Brian, I think it's you. And he's like, What? It's red. And you're like, oh, no, man. (laughs) It's red. Exactly. You're like, yeah, everybody vote Brian. And so uh, that's been really fun and provided just like literal hours of entertainment for us. Because you got to remember, we're just at these venues sitting there all day. We don't have a hotel room. We don't have a runner to take us somewhere. We, you know, and the weather was beautiful for us last week. So that was a huge blessing. So we all just sat outside and play. (laughs) And the guys, so I'm one of those guys that if you say a wrong lyric around me, even though I don't (laughs) want to, I will correct you. That's awesome. And, um, and so the guys have liked getting on my nerves by calling it amongst us. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. stop saying that. You know That's it's awesome. called Among Us, and I know you're just trolling me. Stop <laughs> calling it Amongst Us. And We're going to so, play some Amongst Us after we get back from Walmarts. <laughs> the Walmarts. The Walmarts. Um, so anyway, it's just been so, so much fun. We have a little uh, Among Us news coming up later on, but it's just been mm-hmm. so, so great and just That's fun. Awesome. And it just takes you back to couch co-op a little bit. You know what I mean? Nice. And I know we've talked about couch co-op being dead and maybe not being as fun as it used to be, but doggone it, man. Mm-hmm. That junk has put a spin on it, which makes it really, really fun. So we're doing a thing, baby. We're doing a thing. Nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm. Uh, Tim Router. Yes. You got it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do it! New releases this week. Let's go. We got 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim for the PS4. Wow. Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest for the Switch. Oh, really? Mario's Super Picross for the Switch. These Super are all Switch. What? Super Picross? Hmm. P-I-C-R-O-S-S. Uh, this is all Switch Online, so I guess I'm, they must have released it Oh, they'll it be free with the thing. Gotcha. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's... Sorry, I meant to rattle those off. Uh, the Peacekeepers for the Switch Online. Then you have Unrailed for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Untitled Goose Game Co-op Update for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Ginja Force for the PC and PS4. Going Under for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Little Big Workshop for the Xbox One. 
Tennis World Tour 2. Let me try that again. Tennis World Tour 2. <laughs> I like the did it the first time. Yeah. Tennis World Tour 2 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. DreamWorks Troll Hunters Defenders of Arcadia for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. DreamWorks. Tro oh, Troll Hunters, that show. Yes. Gotcha. DreamWorks. Because DreamWorks Hunters. also does Trolls, right? The movie Trolls. Yes. You yes, are correct. they do. So that's very confusing. That yeah, I was confused mm. too. I'm like, oh, is Branch going out and doing stuff? Yeah, What's are happening? they getting hunted? That's right. Uh, I'm in. Uh, and then finally, and this is a, <laughs> this is a good one. Mafia Definitive Edition for the PC, PS4, yeah. Xbox One, and Stadia. Sorry, Stadia. Um, man, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, I might look into that because I love me some Mafia, and I never played one or two, so that could be fun too. Hmm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> we have we? NPD for August. We got some sales numbers for you, so here we go. Consumers spent three point three billion dollars on I'm video sorry, game hardware. What? Three point three three ba ba billion. Lee, that's a lot of money. On two point three, that was for Xbox One X's. <laughs> hey, there you go. Kudos to you, Microsoft. Wow, nice. Uh, that is. Up, jeez, that is up thirty-seven percent year yeah. over year from last year, which was a measly two point four billion. And we got to remember, 3. like, well, and obviously it's it's because of Voldemort, but it's crazy that it's that high. Like, if you were to if you were to take Voldemort out of it, it would be crazy to be that high on the last year of these this console generation. Right? Yeah, really. Right. This yep. NPD is for August, right? This is for yes. August, yes. This and this is, is this everything. is domestic. Yeah, this yeah, is domestic. This is U.S. Happened. Yeah. So this is this is all. Yeah, this is all for August. All right. Top ten games. Here we go. Number ten, Mortal Kombat Eleven. Mm. Number nine, Paper Mario: The Origami King. Oh, I need mm. to get that. Number eight, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm. Number seven, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Man, Nintendo is just taking. Wow. Taking it all. Number six, Ring Fit Adventure. Wow. Number mm -hmm. five, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Jeez Louise. Five mm. through nine are all Nintendo. There you have it. Number four, Ghost of Tsushima is up there, which nice. is great. Number three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Wow. Number two, UFC 4. There you go. Are those good games, huh? I, Interesting. I, I guess so. And number one... <laughs> Madden NFL 21. Oh, oh yeah. Fun that fact, this is the 21st consecutive year that a Madden NFL franchise release has the best-selling game in its release month. So they are 21 hmm. for 21 when they release an, a Madden game regardless of the month. That is insane. Wow. That's, That's consistency awesome. for you. So. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there you have it. Those are our numbers for August. That is it for me. Back to you, gentlemen. There you go. Chris McCracken. Yes. I'm so excited to hear where you're going to take us. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I feel like the deep breath, even like before last week, yeah. like this, about the same thing is about to happen. Uh, no, well, we'll see. It's going to we'll go see where down. This goes. It's going down. <laughs> so Microsoft has decided to continue their shaking things up as they have done for the last couple of years, really, with the way that they're just doing handling all the business. 
And I think it was Monday announced super early that they have acquired Zenimax Media, which is the parent company of Bethesda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Bethsadia. And so Beth-sadia. that means they get everything in their portfolio. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All of those games and companies that we're talking about, Bethesda, id Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog. Hold on a second, hold on a second. Let's let's just slow down for the people that don't just know, you know, that might have heard mm-hmm. those things, but can you name let's name some of those games from sure. each that people would recognize. Uh so the Elder Scrolls series. Yes. So Oosh. that includes all the Elder Scrolls ones and then the spin-off one, or not really spin-offs, but the ones like the Elder Scrolls Skyrim that's yep. owned by them. Um, Tiny game. the Fallout games. Yep. Mm. The Tiny new Wolfenstein game. games. Yeah. The new Doom games. Mm-hmm. The Dishonored games. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The Prey games. The Quake oh, yeah. games. And that new game that has not come out and does not have a deadline, but everybody's getting super excited about called Starfield that is to be in the future. Right. And just that to break that down well. just a little bit further, you've got like Skyrim, Fallout, uh, Oblivion of the Elder Scrolls thing. That's Beth- Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And then over on Arcane Studios is like the Dishonored and Prey. Yes. And then yeah. id Software is Doom and Quake and Wolfenstein, which is just insane. Then you've got Tango Gameworks, which is the Evil Within uh, 1 mm. and 2. Then you have Machine Games, which is the New Order Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein, however you want to say it, uh, and, and Youngblood. And so it's just like, I feel like Undo... Uh, props were given to Microsoft because most of the headlines I saw was that Microsoft acquired Bethesda. Right. right. Yes. Yep. And I was like, wait, wait a second. Yeah. What about all these other studios mm-hmm. under Zenimax that are amazing? I just felt like it was a little short changed that a lot of them just mentioned Bethesda in the headline. And yeah. I, maybe it's the most, you know, maybe it's the most buzzworthy name. Like you just know that one the best. But doggone it, man, this is a move and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think one of the other main reasons mentioning Bethesda is because they're not just, they don't just do those things, but they're also publish a lot of the ones from these other studios. So right. it kind of yeah. is like an umbrella mm-hmm. and they're they're at the top. Like even Zenimax, even though that's actually what they bought, I feel like there's probably a ton of people out there who don't even know that name. I right, didn't know sure. that. Yeah, because it's know just that in name. the background kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, you usually don't know the parent name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So... They paid roughly almost two and a half August NPDs for this. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They paid $7.5 billion mm. for these studios. Well, for all of this stuff. Um, just to kind of put that in a bit of perspective, I think they played $2 billion for Mojang, who does uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Mm. Wow. Disney paid $4 billion for Star Wars. What? So. Wow. Just kind of to put that a bit in perspective. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Disney paid four billion, and yeah. then Facebook paid four billion for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And I don't remember what they paid for for uh, Oculus, but I don't think it was anywhere near seven seven point five billion. No, sir. No, no sir. No, sir. Wow, that's big. So two billion is what they paid for Oculus. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, this is 
kind of crazy. It's awesome. And just want to, yeah. So, um, talk, speak with, with what do y'all, what are y'all's thoughts on this? Yeah, stuff? I, great. Move. I think it's, I think it's great. I think that, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, when as we talked online, uh, offline a little bit about this. Sure. <laughs> I have barely played any of these games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've not mm-hmm. played uh, Elder Scrolls. I think I've started Skyrim like seven times and never played any of the Fallout games. Uh, I did play the first Dishonored and really liked it. I played a second of Doom, didn't play any Wolf, I mean, of Prey, didn't play any Doom, didn't play any Wolfenstein. Um, and so, I, to for Gabe, it doesn't uh, elicit that, like, ooh, response. It does, though, elicit that in me from from an appreciation standpoint, because I do Mm. appreciate how popular these games are, how amazing these games are. And I love that Microsoft is making moves in realms that I think only can set you up for the future. Yes, it might not pay off this year or next year, but hopefully it pays off when they when they say hey, we're not doing the uh, exclusives on the uh, Xbox One anymore, and we're going with the Xbox Series uh, family of consoles and further. Hopefully, it'll start paying off in that realm. And of course, Game Pass. So it's like, does that mean all these games get to come to Game Pass now? If You know, I'd imagine half of them are on there anyway, but yeah, you, know, yeah. you would think that once the more stuff they buy up, the more stuff gets on Game Pass, which makes it even a better deal, even though it's already the best deal in gaming uh anywhere so mm-hmm. I, I i love it i think that you know it's like what i said about the playstation studios thing or whatever they they made the umbrella name for it as long as you leave the geniuses at the helm and you know uh microsoft doesn't feel like they have to throw their people in there to start micromanaging these different places yep then i think it could be an amazing thing these guys these companies make amazing games and i don't think it should stop now that they're owned by Microsoft. I don't think it, it'll stop at all, no. I'm actually the exact same way with you, Gabe. I don't play a ton of Bethsaida games. Uh, I play the arcane games like Dishonored, and I played one and two. I dabbled in Fallout for a little bit. But, I mean, these this is a huge company. These are great titles, huge followings. Mm-hmm. Um, my only concern is that, is that going to isolate them from the people who love their games that are on PlayStation? My guess is, and I told you guys this offline too, is that they will have a Microsoft exclusive IPs and then they'll probably run their normal popular ones as, as third party. I would, yeah. yeah, I would assume. Yeah. I hope they do that. They might do timed exclusives. I hope they don't do like mm-hmm. your exclusives like they did for Tomb Raider or anything like that. Um, so I, I, if they're smart, which I'm pretty sure they are, uh, that they you know, they're g- going to sit down with Beset, Bethsaida, Bethsaida, <laughs> and say, we've said it so many different ways. I know. Right. And say, all right, what do you have? That's brand spanking new. That's exclusive to us. And I, I'm sure they will deliver. And then they can just, you know, profit off of the other, um, multi platform games so I, I love it i think it's a great move for them i'm i'm the same way i have a lot of respect that microsoft is making moves they they want to future proof themselves and kind of secure themselves as look you know we've got games too and we've got great developers that are going to play games and here's proof 7.5 bill let's go 
And so uh, I, I I like this move. It's a, it's a good move for there. And honestly, <laughs> it's a drop of the bucket for them too. Is what's so crazy? Really, so, I was just, yeah, that's exactly what I was just gonna say. That is that's like Microsoft carries double that in cash alone on their balance sheets half the time. That's so that right. is literally a drop in the bucket for them. And uh, what a great use of their money. So uh, that's it's great. Ed, what you got? Yeah, I I I agree with a lot of what Tim says. I don't think they're gonna just wall everything off and make it xbox only um you know i i think exactly what tim said probably some you know maybe some exclusives with new ips maybe some timed exclusives but i think for the most part it'll still be business as usual i just think it's i think it's a great opportunity for bethesda zenimax and all of their their companies to just have you know they've microsoft like we mentioned has deep deep pockets you know and it's kind of like when disney grabbed up pixar you know just kind of like and now here's do all of this you know and just you know i i think the sky's the limit for these guys yeah and i also think just real quick before chris jumps back in there i think that you know when you when when with microsoft building this house and starting with such a strong foundation and having something like game pass what's fun is even if things do go exclusively microsoft they've also made the cost of entry extremely low and so um you know yes the xbox series x s will be what is it three hundred dollars at launch and it'll only go Mm -hmm. down from there and so that's really all you would need to play all these games that might end up being exclusives in the future mm-hmm. so I, i'm not even if worried if they make them exclusives it's like oh okay well we'll go play them over at x cloud or over on game pass with a with a cheap console and so and then yeah, you know i'd imagine true. a lot of it's going to come over to the pc side of things and and stuff like that so exclusivity as we're seeing that word is getting a little blurry because mm-hmm. even with playstation talking about wanting to take more of their uh, you know, first party games to PC, it's just becoming a little blurry. And so I think that either way, as gamers, I think we can we can win out, especially if yeah. you're patient. Chris, Definitely. what you got? Um, in the immediate of them buying Bethesda and Zenimax, I, I kind of fall in the Gabe camp. And in fact, I had made I I think I said to you guys, but I said on Twitter, I was like it's insane to me how over the last few years Microsoft has made dozens and dozens of really good, smart moves, and yet almost none of them is something that moves the needle for me particularly. Right. <laughs> like the only thing that they've done that got me super excited in terms of wanting to make sure I have one of their products to make, to be able to play is buying Ninja Theory because I want to play Hellblade Two. Mm-hmm. But like most of the other big studios that they had bought over their big shopping spree don't make a ton of things that I'm super intrigued by. I, I have played a handful of Bethesda game or games under these studios. I've played the Dishonored games and I played a little bit of Prey and I have played, I bought the first Doom when they redid it or whatever. And none of them just really do anything for me. I don't care about Fallout. I'm not going to play it. And Elder Scrolls is never something I've really gotten into either. I didn't even play Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I know it was a huge deal back in its day and heck, even today, still is playable everywhere on Alexa even. But it, it's. So for me personally, it's not like I, I'm not a doom and gloom, like, oh my gosh. And I also, I'm agree with in agreement with you guys. The big name stuff is going to come out on everything. I feel like they've already yeah. set that precedent about putting a lot of their stuff on not only Switch, but also some of their games on, on uh, PlayStation. I mean, they have Minecraft is on and on this and it was a multi-platform game before they bought it. Mm-hmm. They put Cuphead on PlayStation. 
I mean, I just, I think that there's precedence there. I do think that they will have probably have a couple games that maybe are only on the Xbox Game Pass. And I think that there will absolutely be stuff that is timed exclusive or releases first. And then a couple months later, you might get into the situation where there's a couple a year later down the road kind of thing, maybe, but I don't well, think it's, it's going to be a huge deal. It's kind of cool what Phil Spencer said too, because, you know, Deathloop, the game that me and Ed have been talking about being really excited about is, is, uh, published by Bethesda and developed by Arcane. And they said they're going to honor the exclusivity that is, that is going to be on PS5, that and Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And so he mm-hmm. said going forward with future Bethesda titles, he said they would release on Xbox, PC, and quote-unquote other consoles on a case-by-case basis. So yeah. I think that we really don't have anything to be too, too concerned about as far as yeah. getting locked out of the party. Yep. So this has inevitably opened up conversations you know amongst the internet where you know super crazy uh, uh fans of playstation or whatever they'd be like oh well sony's got to answer this they got to answer this with a big purchase of their own and like throwing out names and uh, of studios or publishers that they should buy and all these different things and of course that's all kind of silly talk because they have a great set of studios as it is and sure i'm mm-hmm. i bet they want to acquire more in the future but you know sony's always very strategic and slow moving about how they do this they're not just gonna rush and knee-jerk go buy something because microsoft made a big a big splash um but there's a couple of other things about this that i I feel like to me are a bit worrisome not not like i'm staying up at night but i've I've thought for a while i was like game pass is scary for a couple of different reasons and i know this is gonna sound like i'm old man yells at cloud but let me just give me a minute here (laughs) yeah you got it (laughs) because i microsoft without saying specific numbers of how much what money they make they have come out and alluded to and beat around the bush and basically said like we're not making money on game pass yet of course the the idea is that in the future you'll have so many people signed up and that you'll just be making money like gangbusters, and then it'll all pay dividends then. And Microsoft, because they're such a massive company and they have such a huge amount of money, they can afford to take these shots and take these chances. Agreed. And that's great. And I think that it's a good thing for somebody to maybe toy with it in the industry. The thing where I think that it could be potentially dangerous is that I just, I feel like gaming is different than movies and music and these other ones. And I it's a, I think movies is a s- slightly closer thing because you can have movies that cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make, but they those movies still hit the big box office. Like Netflix does all of its, its movies and stuff that comes to its service, but I don't think many of them are in the hundreds of millions of dollars for production. No, no, and no. even then, Netflix doesn't make money. Nope. They're constantly in the hole. Mm-hmm. It makes me nervous that if Microsoft acquires more companies, not only are they going to have way too many under one wing, which gets a little crazy from a competition standpoint, because I do think competition makes things better, but also Microsoft can spend all that money and continue spending and they can take those chances and other people can't do that. Like maybe Nintendo could do that. I don't think they would because all Mm. they really need is their stuff. But like they paid $7.5 billion for Bethesda. Sony only made 8.8 this whole generation in profit in the gaming division. Mm. They cannot afford to go make a purchase like this. Like people were saying like, oh, they should go buy Rockstar. I bet Rockstar is more expensive than Bethesda, even though Bethesda's got yeah. more of a catalog. 
There's no way Sony well, could compete with that. I don't mm-hmm. think also, do you think it's, I, I, you know, when I think of companies acquiring companies, I never think it's a check is written mm-hmm. or cash, you know, is it, hey, I went and got $7.5 billion right. out of, you know, Bank of America. Here Let me just go. go to the ATM real quick. Yeah, I always look at it as, you know, equal to $7.5 billion, whether it ends up being- The net worth of it. Yeah, some yeah. kind of, you know, I always feel like there's some- and it could be over years, you know, kind of like with contracts in the NFL or NBA. Uh, usually all those guys, they're not like, here, Patrick Mahomes, here's $500 million. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. well, he signed a contract for $505 million, or however crazy amount of money it was. But it's not like all up front. Um, and so I, I usually trust that it's something like that instead of just I like... Think- a check written when it comes to when it comes to uh like sports things and a lot of big things yes but when it comes to these massive companies like when apple goes and buys you know tm tmc to make their chips they just pay for them outright they don't mm. do a thing like that microsoft as i understand it based on the stuff that i've read paid for it outright they just said yeah here you go they did write a check or whatever mm, that, wow. i mean i'm sure there's some kind of clauses in there where something's part of its equity blah blah blah, blah. i'm sure it's not a hundred percent just a cash or a check but my understanding is they just went in there, swooped in, and bought them. So, mm. I mean, maybe I have that wrong, but I, I, it seems like the, the big players that really can swing around and do that, do that because they don't need to play all the other games. Like, get all the contract stuff in writing. We'll just give you your check, and then it's, it's, it's ownership. Now, I'm not afraid. I don't feel like, like Microsoft is going to go destroy Bethesda or anything like that. And I think right. nobody's got anything to worry about in those kinds of things. But what I'm getting at it being concerned about game passes i just don't think that a subscription service for gaming is viable and it's going to take microsoft many years to prove that it is viable in the meantime if it becomes the de facto standard most of their competitors cannot compete with that and that just makes me a little bit nervous so jim ryan who is the head of playstation hold a second by the way you're right i just looked it up and microsoft acquired zenimax media for 7.5 billion dollars in Cash, baby. Okay. So, wow. so Jim Ryan had some stuff before all this stuff hit. He he was you know making some rounds after the, you know the PlayStation Five had their thing where they were dropped the price and everything like that. And he was talking about several different things. And one of the things that got brought up was Game Pass. And he said, "Look," and he had a quote where he said, "We are not going to go down the road of putting new release titles into a subscription models." These games cost many millions of dollars, well over 100 million to develop. We just don't see that as sustainable. Now, they cannot, and I believe this because they're not as healthy a company as Microsoft is, they cannot afford to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to make Mm -hmm. The Last of Us Part Two or whatever the next thing is. All these titles that take so much money and they're so beloved, they can't spend that kind of money and release them as just day and date on a subscription model. Now, you can say, all right, well, that's fine. You know, Microsoft is able to do that. So we have that option there. And then we have people will buy their PlayStations or whatever for these exclusive games that they really love. But then you start getting into stuff like this. Bethesda, and now Microsoft owns all those. All those games, their back catalog is going to come to Game Pass when this deal all gets pushed through for whatever's not already on there. And then in the future, day and date, those games as they release are going to be on there. Microsoft can still pay hundreds of millions of dollars to make Starfield. And put it on a service day and date and it not be a big deal. Sony can't compete with that. So is it going to make other teams and other companies either have to align themselves with Microsoft or 
They're going to have to reduce their game development, which means their games can't be what they were going to be. I just, it, it makes me nervous because it is such a good deal. It's just like when it comes to music and Gabe can probably speak better to this than I can. When streaming, when iTunes came out and you could just buy songs for 99 cents, album sales started going down. And then when streaming yep. became a thing, it's like nobody buys music anymore. They just stream everything. Yep. It, it decimated the market and made things. Now, there's been change and things that people have had to make shifts and, and they found ways and everything like that. But I, I, from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem as lucrative a thing as it used to be. Gaming is not a thing. I feel like it has to be lucrative because it costs and takes so much time to do all this stuff. I, it just makes me nervous that if Game Pass and their model becomes the de facto standard, I wonder if it's going to hurt gaming in some way because not everybody can do what Microsoft can do. And right. that's, you're, you're saying the yeah. difference between Tenant and Bright, which was brought to you by the people at Netflix, you know, the Will Smith movie yeah, about yeah, yeah. fairies and all that like you're saying there's obviously a difference in yes. quality there and yes. you don't want the quality to be all will smith's bright yeah because if you look at it so back to these bethesda games when when whatever the next fallout's gonna be fallout 82 let's call it and it comes out and day and date it's on game pass and then let's say it even releases the same day across all platforms over on the sony side it's gonna cost you 70 dollars for playstation 5 who is going to do that? And when every game is coming out like that, and if, if Microsoft acquires anybody else because they, the the CEO, uh, I think his last name's Nadal, I always forget how to say his name. He came out and he did make mention. He's like, we're looking at acquiring other things. So if, what if they go and acquire Rockstar? What if they go and they acquire CD Projekt? What if they acquire all these? It's like, at some point... PlayStation and Nintendo, even though Nintendo's kind of their own little island in a way, like I just don't think they can compete. And it makes me nervous because I want games to continue to have awesome, big, epic stories. I want that game that costs $500 million right. to make and it blows my mind kind of thing because I like these better than movies. I like these better than any other entertainment. Yeah. I don't want them to be reduced. Now, that is not to say that Game Pass should not exist or any of those kinds of things. I think it's great all the chances Microsoft's taking and figuring it out. And I don't think that they're evil in the sense that they're just trying to squash everybody and be the only one on the on the top of the mountain but i think it can have adverse effects down the road i i hope that is not the case but it makes me a little bit nervous and then when all this bethesda stuff came out i was like man they're making it really hard i mean i i said for a couple like a year or so ago i was like when they started doing game pass and all this stuff i was like they're making really hard plays they want to go all out in next generation and they've just continued to do that in a weird way not so much on the hardware side because they've kind of put it almost on the back in a little bit even though they have the strongest machine but they're following they're hitting so hard on the service and the service side and all the other stuff that it makes me nervous that people aren't going to be able to compete and then competition is going to be lost. And I hope that's not the case. I, I think it's, you know, kind of one of the things that we've been on the podcast iterating for a while now is that Sony and Xbox are playing such different games. Mm -hmm. um, and so I don't think it will become the norm because like you mentioned, Nintendo's going to do its own thing. Sony's not interested in doing it. So I think that's just going to be the way Xbox does things. And, you know, to your point of who's going to, you know, if, if it's, if, if uh, Dishonored 3 is available day one on Game Pass for free, who at PlayStation is going to pay $70? Well, people who don't want to want an Xbox, 
You know, right, um, right. if you know when Dishonored comes out, if it's free on Xbox, Tim is still going to pay to get the game I on PlayStation. Still, sure, you are correct because he yep. plays it on PlayStation. So I don't. Yes. I, I think they're. I don't know that everyone will go to the Xbox format just because it isn't a lucrative thing for everyone. Well, what's interesting too is that usually, and I know Microsoft's got deep pockets, so I totally understand your the point that you're making. But I think also with the point that you used. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I know that you're against this, so it's probably you're probably the wrong person to bring this up to. But I think other people will, will relate. I'd much rather go see Tenant in the theater because I know it's not going to come to Netflix probably anytime soon, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want to see the movie. So even though I'm paying for Netflix over here, I'm still going to go see Tenant in the in the theater. Netflix is I don't even know how much it is nowadays. Was it fourteen dollars? I have no I idea. Have no what, idea. What yeah, it I is. don't. I think but, it's fifteen dollars if you do the four K variant of it. Okay, so let's Something say like it's fifteen dollars. I'm still gonna pay for a date night for me and my wife to pay forty dollars to go see a movie in the theater. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and right. like Ed's saying, it's two t- totally different things. And hopefully, you know, I mean, we saw it with kind of with Movie Pass, right? It was like some old execs from uh, from uh, <laughs> from uh, from Net uh, from. Gosh, what are we talking about? Was from it Netflix, Netflix or Yeah, from Netflix. Came over and they're like, let's do the same thing except with live movies. And they don't have as deep pockets as Microsoft, so they weren't able to last as long. But, you know, you kind of saw like, man, everybody didn't buy the $10 a month thing to go see however many movies you wanted mm-hmm. to. Like, right. that seemed like such a dumb thing that people didn't do. I was like, you go to half of a movie and you've paid for this thing already. Yeah. I bought it and just used it for six months, you know, before they mm-hmm. went out of business. And so I yep. think that there will be a market there as we're talking about Game Pass exists and $3.3 billion still got paid on gaming last month. Right. And so yeah. I'm I'm not, and I see what you're saying in the long, 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 long run, yeah. are they hurting, hurting the thing? And this I is, think that it'll be so separated out and be such different experiences that, yeah. uh, that I think yeah. the other stuff will stay alive. I, I hope so, and I do not think this is anything that is imminent, but I, I could see if this is another seven-year generation, mm-hmm. it, I think the landscape can look very different if they continue to purchase other places. And like you were saying before, Tim, it, you know, he enjoys his PlayStation, and if he wants to play, play the next Dishonored or Fallout or whatever, he's just going to, and assuming it, it releases day and date or even somewhat within the, a decent window on the PlayStation, that's where he's going to buy it. But if Microsoft also buys CD Projekt and then they buy, you know, Rockstar yeah. or they buy these other things. And then now you're looking at it, you're like, okay, for $15 for the next four months, I can get access to seven games that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I can yeah. pay $70 per, per game to right. play it where I prefer the controller. You're not going to do that. You're going to end up being like, all right, well, I got to drop some money on an Xbox Series S or whatever, and I'm going to go do the thing. And then PlayStation doesn't have that money. Now, yes, PlayStation Studios games are likely to only be on PlayStation or potentially PC down the road as they've kind of been dabbling with. So, yes, they still have that that feather in their cap. But at some point, like they can't exist and survive simply on their studios. They've got to have these third-party developer, you know, things going with them as well. They've got to be able mm-hmm. to sell things on their store. They've got they make most of their money from services and things like that as well, like PlayStation Plus and other things. It's a conglomerate of all these things. So if all right. those start to dry up, just because the next Last of Us comes out and you sell 
six million copies of it, that's not going to change. I mean, Call of Duty sells 30 million. What, what if Microsoft goes and says, you know what? I'm going to buy Activision. That's insane. And now, based on what happened this week, I believe anything's possible. Microsoft could go sure. buy Activision. I, I, I would not. I don't believe that is an impossibility like I would have Sunday night when I went to bed. <laughs> that, right, that's all that I'm saying. It's very, it's just interesting. And it makes me nervous for the way things are going. And, and slight, some of that nervousness is excitement to see how it's going to play out. Yeah. Right? But it does make me a bit nervous. I will say this. I, I, I do disagree with you, Chris, on the subscription model as being not as profitable. I think in this instance, in video games, very possible. But there are a ton of companies out there, especially in the software uh, industry, that make a ton of money on subscription services. And in fact, that's kind of what has saved Adobe because they switched from you know their software and downloading it to their Adobe Creative Suite, which is which is going out like gangbusters on the subscription level. I happen to be a customer of theirs as well. I'm also a customer of Microsoft with their Office Suite as well because that's a service as well. And um, a lot of companies, I think it just depends on what the industry you're in. Video games take a lot of money, a lot of time to do. And I think you're right. I think a subscription service like Game Pass is fantastic for gamers. Probably not very profitable right now for Microsoft. However, I think over time that could change. The only reason why I haven't, I think Game Pass is amazing. I think if Sony comes out with something like a Game Pass, I'm in because I play more Sony games than I play Microsoft games. I I thoroughly am all in with Game Pass. I think it's a great idea. I Take my money, but Microsoft just doesn't have the games that I want to play on Game Pass. But that's so the point that I'm trying to make, Tim, is that Sony even came out and said as much. He said, look, we can't spend hundreds of millions of no. dollars to make the next God of War and put them day and date on a subscription service. Which, right. by the way, they do have a subscription service that quasi-competes with Game Pass. It's called PlayStation Now that allows you to download games and stream right. games and yada, yada, yada. That's what I'm saying is they it, it does not matter. It, they can't compete. And I think that making a game, kind of as you alluded to, it doesn't cost Adobe $100 million to make the next iteration of After Effects exactly or Photoshop. Right. It just doesn't. Yeah. They can make that yeah, for pennies on the nick. On, you know, and on that's why I'm saying like in, in industries, like I think a subscription model in video games, I think is is very flawed because of the, the expense and of just how expensive these games are. are, are. And uh, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's weird. I love the idea of it. I think, I think it could definitely, it might work out, but they would have to completely up their, their prices for game pass. And the minute that happens, you know, gamers, they'll be out. They'll be like, no, we're done. And I, I'm not my, my, Fear is not so much that, oh man, is Microsoft going to make more money? I, I don't of course they are. I, I don't care because they make so much money. Like they, Microsoft, Game Pass could never turn a profit and they'd be just fine because they make so much money elsewhere. Like I'm not exactly. concerned about Microsoft's health. I'm concerned about the rest of the industry's health trying right. to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. Which yeah. in this case would be Microsoft that has the ability to do those things. I, I don't know. It's just, it just, I, I'm curious to see how it's all going to play out. And I just have some nervousness about, I hope it doesn't go in a way that's negative because like Microsoft forever has been known, like, especially in the 360 generation, but like as a multiplayer game. And like, we hear that Halo Infinite's coming out and it's going to be kind of switched to like a games as a service. The subscription model makes perfect sense for MMOs and games as a service and perpetually right. paid games and all this kinds of stuff. So when I heard about that, I was like, oh, you know what? If Microsoft 
obviously grabs third-party partners and stuff games to put on their service, but then their mainstays become more of like games of the service thing. I was like, oh, that might make a little bit more sense. But right. because they have so much money, like I, I doubt Bethesda, even though they kind of messed around with it with Fallout 76, I don't think they want the next Elder Scrolls game to be necessarily games of the or the next Doom or the next Dishonor or the next Prey or whatever. I mean, maybe Elder Scrolls would because it kind of is in a way. And Starfield might yeah. be an MMO. Who knows? But I just I, I want to see I want to see the big epic stories like like we had in the older Halos and like we had in, in, in God of War and, and these other things like that. I just, I don't want that to go away because it's like, crap, we can't spend that money to make that game because we can't make money off that because we have to sell everything for $10 a month. Right. I, I just, I want it to be a viable situation. Yeah. Totally. Right. It's crazy. It, I mean, it, it it's really crazy. I mean, no, I, and I totally agree with you. I mean, it goes back to the Netflix thing that we were saying, right? We'd rather yep. tenant than you know, you know, and and all these big, big blockbuster movies that come to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, it is a far way off where they figure something out because we do know that Netflix just operates in amazing amount, um, um, amazing amounts of debt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. And and Disney Plus same time they make a lot of good content. (laughs) Yeah, and for all the subscribers that Disney Plus have, they're still. I don't think they're they're getting to that profitability level with Disney Plus, but it's still. I mean, those those things take forever. You've got to you. It's all volume for them, and that's that's what takes time. They did it a little bit quicker because they had some pretty amazing content out there, like Mandalorian, and then you had all the Disney. Uh, movies and stuff so they i think they were able to speed up their process but all this stuff takes so much time because you're dealing with small smaller dollar amounts but you need a lot of people to make up for it so yeah 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 yeah. um should we talk about the other microsoft fun stuff (laughs) they were on a unified front there for a minute yeah yeah um yeah we could talk about it uh they had their console pre-order launch this week mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the uh 22nd was it yesterday oh do tell uh, yes recording. it was um and you know they laid it out we kind of talked about it last week trying to you know that you know which one which way is better you know and i think we all agreed that like yes we'd like to know it's coming yeah but that didn't help anybody Apparently, what's so weird to me is seeing people like Jeff Keeley and Game Over Greggy like I didn't get a pre-order. Wow, you're, you're like sheesh. This this is wow. weird. Hmm. Um, and and I hate to see How does it. Jeff be- Keeley not have one already. I, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and I feel bad for Jeff too because he was the one that was kind of pumping out the hey, Sony told me tomorrow's gonna be the day. And then yeah. Best Buy was like, you mean today's the day? And then Walmart's like, literally tweeted out. Wait for you to buy a wait to let you pre-order a PS5. That's not our style. Go to the website now. And you're like, wow. <laughs> right. Like that's so blatantly rebellious. It's crazy. Um, and so, you know, we had the same thing kind of happen with my uh with Microsoft. They had a, a unified launch. You know, we had we knew the day. Uh I think it was almost down to the time, and it was like they were mm-hmm. they were broken out. And uh man, oh man, oh man. I don't know if I, it's people. I don't know if it's bots. Um, I think that's the only thing that maybe PS5 had on it that Microsoft didn't. You know, when NVIDIA launched the 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 three the 3080, everybody was like, bots went and got it up because they knew when it was coming. And so I don't know if bots got all these things uh, mm. or what, but 
hey, it turned out to be still a a mess, like an absolute yeah. mess. Yeah. I, I feel like they get a little bit more of a pass just because they told us the time. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, hey, at this time, the Bruno Mars tickets go on sale. And so right. we all know it might be hard to get some, but I'm, I'm going to set that time aside to try yep. rather than... Oh, they're on sale now. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Exactly. I'm working right now. Yeah. You're exactly. chasing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting though? I read I read a story earlier today that said that them announcing to everyone um caused things like the bots and people that are fast at that to have the advantage where they right. feel like Sony, and I don't know if this is a Sony fanboy talking, but they said Sony and how that trickled out almost leveled the playing field because nobody knew what was going on. Um, and yeah. so you kind of like the every man could get in there and and get it done uh, against you know people knowing it's it's coming. But it, yeah, it, well, it's funny because last week when the day we recorded the podcast, I streamed the the Sony event, and then I was off social media until we recorded the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I went and worked out, I cooked dinner, I hung out with Sarah for about an hour, and then I came and read the stories. And it wasn't really until we got on the podcast I realized all the trouble people were having getting a PlayStation and Chris sent us that link and I, okay, click buy. Okay. Yep. And confirmed. There's my email. Okay, great. And (laughs) Amazon has since said, you might not get a day of, which is fine. I totally understand that. But I didn't, even then I didn't, I I realized now how fortunate I was that I was just able to, okay, click. Yeah. yeah, Okay. What's going on with the podcast? What were you saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Chris, what'd you think? I I was way wrong. I I was chastising something, but like, this is a huge mess. You should have had a date and time. You should have been like, everybody get ready for this. I thought, and now granted, I knew there would probably be like, oh, the website might stutter a bit. I, I understand mm-hmm. that. I know how mass traffic works, but I thought it was going to go way smoother, and it did not, apparently, for those who were trying. So I, I was absolutely wrong when I was like, oh, Sony should have done this way because it would have gone better. Apparently, it wouldn't have necessarily gone better. <laughs> yeah, and you could say, I wish they would have done this just so we knew. You know, I think yeah. that some of your points were still valid, but it definitely didn't seem to be smoother and it still seemed to like break all of Amazon servers to where the pay you know I saw a thing today where <laughs> after the Microsoft thing they ended up ranking the dogs that you would find on the websites when they said this is not you know this is not here every time you go to an Amazon Amazon website that's broken a dog pops up and it's usually it's a bunch of different dogs and so they oh, started they started ranking the dogs that <laughs> Oh, nice. All these pages. Yeah. Like from cuteness or something like that. And I was, I just thought that was hilarious. It seems like at least in my little married to the games bubble on our discord, people who were trying to get an Xbox that day at some point got one, you know, by the end of the day, they had one where I feel like even after a couple days, people who were trying to get a PS five were still like, Oh, does anyone else have a link? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely been a, a struggling situation. It's been crazy. Um, but it's how we want it, right? Like, you, it's it's one of, uh, well, I, I take that back. I know it's not how we want it, <laughs> but it's one of the things I miss about things being physical. Yeah. Um, you know, you I miss the miss, crazy. Yeah, I miss the rush to GameStop and yeah, the midnight man. releases to where you wanted to get your hands on the game before anybody else did. Now with digital, you never have to worry about a game selling out. And like, <laughs> right. and I understand that that's good overall, but it's not as fun, I don't right. think personally. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, I, and so I guess the console generations are the only times that we're going to see people not getting the thing. 
You know yep. what I mean? Uh, at least right away. Sony has come back and said that they were, they, you know, they apologized actually for yeah. um, the, mm-hmm. the pre-order craziness. They said, let's be honest, PS5 launch pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details uh, and more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. I think X, Microsoft came out and said almost the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, they're like, so sorry about that. That was crazy. We'll we'll make some more available. And so you're like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. What's crazy about not getting the thing is that we live in a day and age where we're not used to not getting the thing. That's Isn't right. that crazy? <laughs> like, that I grew up not getting the thing. I know. <laughs> right. I thought so that was months my middle to name. get the thing. Yeah, people yeah. were like, what's your full name? I'm like, Gabriel, I don't get the thing, Patillo. Mm. <laughs> Gabriel stared at it in the box. <laughs> yeah, Patillo. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It goes um, to show, like, you could do all the planning in the world. Stuff like this is still going to happen, especially when it comes to popular tech- technology. So, you know. Yep. Exactly. It is what it is. is. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, I did want to talk about my favorite game right now, which is Among Us. I talked about uh, playing it all the time, obviously, earlier. Mm -hmm. So what's weird about Among Us is that Among Us, and I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we first started playing it, came out in 2018. Um, And I have no idea why it's had the resurgence that it's had, but I'm happy for the people over at Innersloth because they have to be just so, so happy about it. But what's funny is the very first day that I got it or started playing the game, me and Ed were sitting at the table together and we went to the like the news section or whatever they're talking about. And it was like, Among Us 2 has been announced. And I was like, Among Us 2? I was like, that's crazy. I'm just finding out about this game and now a sequel's coming out. So Mm -hmm. Among Us 2, I'm reading this from Kotaku. Among Us 2 was announced 36 days ago. So this is before me and Ed started playing it. Today, it's been canceled. (laughs) So Hey, uh, all right. Yeah. Um, And this is what the developers said. Us devs have had several long discussions about what we want to do with the game. When do we stop working on Among Us 1? What content goes into Among Us 2? The main reason we are shooting for a sequel is because the code base for Among Us 1 is so outdated and not built to support adding so much new content. However, seeing how many people are enjoying Among Us 1 really makes us want to be able to support the game and take it to the next level. We have decided to cancel Among Us 2 and instead put all our focus into improving Among Us 1. All the content we had planned for Among Us 2 will instead go into Among Us 1. This is probably Mm. the more difficult choice because it means going deep into the core code of the game and reworking several parts of it. We have lots of things planned and we're excited to bring new content to everyone as you continue to enjoy playing. Um, It's one of those things that me and Ed talked about, about uh, Hyperscape. We're like, oh man, how do you keep this fresh? How do you not let this uh fall by the wayside and then in the time of Fortnite, i think when Fortnite first came out we weren't so used to right now i want something new right now it's like but the game just mm-hmm. came out yeah i know but right now i want something new for it because yeah. people just stop and play the one game all the time and so here's among us who's been out for years and i could totally understand them being like Let's just build a new game. It'll be easier. Mm-hmm. That code is so old and going to be hard to yep. rework. Um, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how they rework the first one on a bad foundation. Right. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And so, uh, listen, I'm here for it. Whatever they do, I'm down. I think it's kind of what people are wanting out of Overwatch, honestly. They're like, Mm -hmm. don't do a second one. Just add what you're going to do to this one. Like, if you're only adding story, (laughs) don't give us a brand new game. We don't want that, especially if it's not an overhauled engine. They said the same engine, just, you you know, V2 or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we don't know what the new content will be. We don't know when it'll hit, but um, it was just crazy to see. And I'm happy for those guys that they had to be mm-hmm. like, you know, we're canceling the sequel. We're going to pour more money into this first one and see what happens. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. And I think if you go to Intersloth, I don't know how big a company they are, but last time I was at their website, I think they had three people listed. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, sheesh, Louise. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be so much freaking fun. Yeah, you know, they must be typing away. And have you mm-hmm. played it again? Much? It's been a while. I I played it last week, but I haven't played it this uh, this week yet. I need mm. to play it. You do need to play it, Chris. Yeah, you man. you weren't really drawn to it that much, right? Well, I played it the one time on Ed Stream when I got to hop in for a, a hot minute, um, mm-hmm. and then when we when we did the. Uh, when we did the game night the other night, we that's one of the games that we or actually I think it was the only game we played because we actually had to cut it a little bit short. Oh, nice. Um, and I, I'm in agreement with you. If I'm going to play it, I think it's better to play where you're all on a discord or all in the same area and just kind of treat it and, and do it that way. The whole if you're I, with I, friends. Yes, I, mm-hmm. I, I did it once, I think. Without, I to a where I was just on, I was just on, you know, my phone and I just, oh, I'm just hopping a game and I didn't, it didn't do anything for me. So yeah. when you can play with people that, you know, in person, you can skip the whole text part and just chat it out. I do think that it can be fun, but I don't see myself, even if I owned it, like on steam, I wouldn't see myself just firing it up and playing with randos and doing it through the, the chat. Like that doesn't appeal to me in particular. Yep. Mm. That makes sense. And I think it's the ch- it's crazy because it's the chat that slows it down that can make it not as fun. But I also don't want to be in a voice chat with those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Because that chat gets weird. It doesn't feel like Call of Duty chat, but maybe it's because it's 10 people. I don't know. But I just don't want to do that. <laughs> Personally. Yep. Um, You out, Chris? Yes. Eduardo. Yes, sir. What you got, Bishop? Well, uh, we've got some games on Game Pass. Uh, on It's weird to, to say this now. Android and PC, now that you can play on your phone. Uh, yeah. Uh, Halo 3 ODST. Uh, Android and console. we got Destiny 2 Shadowkeep and Destiny 2 Forsaken. Mm. Uh, Android console and PC Night in the Woods. Android and console Warhammer Vermintide 2. And on PC, Company of Heroes 2. And uh, I do have a iTunes review to pass your way, you guys. This is, uh, this is from Harry, the subject, best family-friendly and work-friendly gaming podcast. Hey. Five stars. Hey, let's go at work. <laughs> Love the show. I'm a FedEx exp- FedEx Express driver in Rockwall, Texas area. Oh, wow. And oh. can actually listen to your show without worrying about what you'll say and what people will hear. That's I right. consider all of you my family and can't wait for each new show every week. Oh. Keep up the great work. Nice. Yeah. Harry, great, thank man. you, man. And listen, Harry, we appreciate you so much. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. Your job is hard. You guys Heck did yeah. not stop during quarantine. You got it. You know, it's about to crank back up for you guys coming Christmas. So we so appreciate what you do. And we are more than honored 
that you would take us along for your deliveries and or whatever you're doing with FedEx. Yes. And, and all that. And uh, keep your head up. Mm-hmm. Get, be rested. Uh, keep washing your hands. and Stay warm when it gets cold. Yeah, stay mm-hmm. warm with those. Because y'all ride with your doors open, it seems like, all the time. So yeah. we appreciate you, We homie. consider you family as well. That's right. right. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Thank you so and, much for what you And did. hey, I had a yes. package last week. I just said, <laughs> <could> you <laughs> no, no. That's funny. Uh, that's Harry! Funny. Harry! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you look this up? It's 1Z3LPQS. Oh, we love Here's it, my man. home address. Yeah, that's right. exactly. If you could reroute that, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Harry, appreciate the review, man. That's yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah man. that's great. Um, well, each week we, a- Hey, thanks, Ed. You're welcome. We asked you guys a question and last week was no different. We asked now that we know the release dates and prices of the new consoles. Are you a day one Hmm. I know. Starting over at Twitter, we got, uh, the Cospi at Zy Cospi. Oh, I don't know. Oh yes. I honestly don't care about all the crying going on around about multiple games going cross-gen. Spider-Man and Cyberpunk are must-have, and I'm considering Cold War. I'll see y'all on the other side. Hey, Here we go. Ooh. Craig T. at Jedi Gamer CT. I can't help myself. I really need to join a 12-step program. <laughs> I'm going to be day one on both because I have FOMO and clearly a total lack of sense. That's funny. Oh, I'm not going to be able to say this. Uh, Shucksage. Mm. Yeah, All at right. Josh Labord. Nailed uh, it. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I even get to take it one step further. My sister-in-law is getting married then, uh, getting married next, and I'm naturally off on Fridays. So I'll be taking off PS5 day to, quote-unquote, Help set up for the wedding, <laughs> which is which is technically true, but I'll help I'll help run last minute errands. That's nice. funny. There I like you go. That. Yeah, I'll come help set up the wedding, and then I'm gonna play my mm. PS5. Uh, Sean Chalner over on Facebook. Nope, I have a big enough backlog, and Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima proved that the PS4 is still a very capable machine. Nothing yep. on either consoles is jumping out at me saying mm-hmm. I need a new console right away. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. totally that totally makes sense. Michael Foster mm-hmm. going against the grain and trying to secure a day one Xbox One Series X. So much value so much value in Game Pass. It's really hard not to. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how honest Sony is being with us right now. Mm. Hmm. 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 I mean, I know betrayal there. Yeah, sure, Shaolia, hmm. Tony Robinson. I don't think oh. so. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> Dang it! I got one, so excited. Yeah, this one, one can this, dream. This guy's got less of a jaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> Tony, I have a diversified portfolio. What do I need to do here? <laughs> Let me tell you what you need to do. Oh my god! Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have nightmares of teeth tonight. And <laughs> teeth, teeth and, and a sort of goatee. Yeah, teeth and chins. Yeah, maybe chasing me in my nightmares tonight. I don't think so. It looks like my Xbox One X 
outplays the Series S. And the Series X just doesn't seem like a purchase I need this year. So I'll wait a year at least and hope game developers don't give up on making their game Xbox One X enhanced. Mm. I understand that feeling. Uh, Cody Gibson. As much as I would love to grab that sweet PS5 with the disc tray, I'll probably end up having to wait till next year. Funds are tight these days, not to mention the pre-order situation is a mess, so can't do payments on it. Mm. Very glad that some of those launch titles I was looking forward to will be playable on my current PS4. Looking at you, Spider-Man and Valhalla. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark Wolf. Not day one, but hopefully for Christmas. I will buy myself a PS5, never had a PlayStation, and sometime in the first half of next year, I will upgrade my Xbox One S to an Xbox Series S, which I don't know if we touched on very clearly, but that's also been a mess. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, What do they say that Xbox One, that Xbox One X sales jumped like 750-something percent on the day of the pre-orders? On Amazon? on Amazon because people thought they were buying the Series X. Ooh wee. Could you imagine you think you're pre-ordering something and then you get it the next day? And you brag to your friends. Oh, yeah. they got mine to me early. Uh, yeah, I, I got that pre-order, <laughs> baby. See that somebody Xbox a video. Series X. And the <laughs> oh, next thing hilarious. you know, it's, it's prime at your door at 8 a.m. the next morning. You're like, oh, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Over on Discord, we got Greek <laughs> gamer Nick Huntress. No, because now I can just get Miles Morales on PS4. Hashtag yep. when Sony eats their own words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. The mm-hmm. underscore wrong. No, I feel guilty buying something for myself at the moment. I've made some goals that I need to, need to accomplish before I pull the trigger, like making more progress in a few things such as devotion, video game backlog, and health. I decided for me, the reward should match the work. And ladies and gentlemen, I need to get to work. These next gens look so good. Nice. That's awesome though, man. There you I like go. Yeah. I like that. That's Make that great. money. Get the Reward-based systems. Yeah. I like it, I like it, I like it a lot. Uh, Calmed Fury, last one. I was a day oneer for last gen because I was an adult and could do what I wanted. <laughs> I'll, I'll be a day oneer for this gen because I'm an adult with three kids and I need this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great answer. That's perfect. <laughs> I love that. That's love great. That, that uh, is really great. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. Of course, Married to the Games.com. Ed didn't say it, but YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. And if you'd like to throw a dollar huh, in the tip jar, you totally can over at Patreon.com slash MTTG. We would greatly appreciate it come jump on this discord channel let's chat it up it's going down also it's 2020 it's been a year of craziness that we never saw coming Mm. um and so we are continuing on with extra life this year if you'd love to come join the married to the games extra life team we'd love to have you 
extra-life.org slash team slash M-T-T-G. And let's raise some money for these children. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tim Router. Man, rate us on Apple Podcasts because if you ever need help, you know that we got your back, as our boys Ed and Gabe have shown. Hey! Absolutely, man. I will clap for that. You guys, man. Mm. Could not be prouder of you guys. Man, we were doing what we think that people should do. Amen. It wasn't above and beyond for, I don't think it was above and beyond for Ed and Sarah. They were being people. I, yeah, right. I don't think any of us were thinking. Like we people were just helping people, man. Doing, you know. <laughs> Gosh, I know it's 2020, and that seems crazy. I know, right? But. I mean, that deserves a five star rating, right? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. They I saved agree. somebody. Let's go. Come on. Well, let's get into some questions. Discord, Beer Money Vic. I have a coworker that calls video game controllers remotes. What oh, other uncommon what other uncommon words have you heard people use in video games or real things in life? Do I call it remotes all the time. You do, do you really? really? I do. You say pass yeah, the remote. Funny. I'm like, oh I've been I dropped my remote. I mean my controller. All the time. Wow. Interesting. Our buddy, uh, me and Ed's buddy Chico calls them paddles, the controllers. <laughs> call that, yeah, pass me the, the paddles. Hmm. That's which funny. I think is also weird. Chris, you heard yeah, anything? Weird, yeah, weird in gaming. Uh, maybe I don't know if weird's the right term. The only thing that I think quantifies though is like when you go over and, and talk to your uh, a family member that might be older than you, or whatever, and they call every single thing. Doesn't matter what you're pointing at or playing. They call it the Nintendo. <laughs> like, oh, we playing the Nintendo. <laughs> it doesn't matter yes. if it's an oh, Xbox, awesome. Sony, whatever. It's the Nintendo. Yeah, that is for sure. I'm for sure funny. into that. Yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, I got nothing. Nah, I I haven't. I, I probably have said remote once or twice, but I, it's just it's it's ingrained in my skull now. Controllers, it's controllers. Yes, yeah, yes, but, yes. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's um, the wrong. What's your opinion of Jim Ryan and how is he doing as PlayStation CEO? I personally don't believe he's a gamer or understands gamers. Wow, I don't like Sheesh. the man. I don't yeah. know anything about the man. I've got no opinion. I mean, I, not nothing personally, but like I, I, I so wish Sean Layden would have beaten him out. I think Sean Layden was a yeah. better leader. I think Sean Layden had better ideas. I think Sean Layden handled things better. I think Jim Ryan. I'm not going to say he doesn't play games or knows nothing about games, but I think he's he's all business. He he strikes me as an all business look at the numbers guy, not a yeah. what's the right PlayStation move kind of guy. You know, my thing with. I usually believe, I, I don't have a strong feeling about Jim Ryan, mm-hmm. but I often feel that people towards the top, yeah, it's hard to even understand where people from the middle down experience, mm-hmm. period. Whether you're mm-hmm. a president, you're CEO of any company, if you, take, right. yeah. if you take Staples, the CEO of Staples, I would imagine wouldn't quite be able to understand everything that's going on with a cashier there what can make maybe their lives better maybe they do you know there's plenty of people that work their way up the system and remember right. those days but right. i think the further up the ladder you get i think 
it's really easy, especially once that money starts coming, to forget mm-hmm. what it's like down there with the middle class, middle to lower yeah. class. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I, mean, I don't even mean socioeconomically. I mean just like when it comes to where you fall in a company. So yes. for Jim the Ryan, ladder. yeah, for Jim Ryan to know exactly what Gabe is going through, or some of these other gamers that are like, oh man, I can't get the PS5 yet. I think it would be really, really tough for yeah. anybody yeah. up there to see it. But I remember. I, listen, I'm with Chris though, man. I feel like Sean had an excitement to him yes. that made you believe him. Like, hmm. yep. and like homeboy over at Bethesda. Yeah, Tom Tom yeah. Howard. Yeah, like, yep. Sean Layden and Jack Trenton, and Sh- I mean, I know Shu's still still there, but when Shu was kind of like more of the face, and then Adam Boys, like all those people, the people that were really at the head of things when PS4 was launching, it just had a different energy and felt better right now it feels like it's steering back towards sony that like oh you'll get a second job to buy this and i just don't like that and i have to put that on leadership mm-hmm. yeah uh, it just yep. it makes uh, trickles who, who down knows? we might it might change and it might just be you know rumbling we're, we're launching things everything's new maybe it all smooth out but and i really hope it does mm-hmm. but they're making some strange decisions at of late in my opinion Mm-hmm. I don't know much about him either. Uh, I, like you guys, love Sean as well. I thought he was just more personable and just very enthusiastic about everything. But honestly, I mean, this is his this is his his stomping grounds. Not his stomping grounds, but this is his his time. And it, I think there's a lot that depends on his leadership and what he's doing. Dude, welcome. You've got a, a new next generation console to to put out. Let's see let's see how you do. And so this is. This is a good testing period for him to see how he does, and I'm kind of getting the same vibe, Chris, that that uh, that you are like that. He he's probably thinking more numbers and business, and he's, there's not a whole lot of personality to it. But again, I don't know him very well, but let's let's see what happens. And he uh, has on, been a hot, been the head of uh, PlayStation for a, a good long while. It's just that he was mainly focused in the. European markets. Now he's over everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he, right, exactly. he's definitely been around a while. I don't, yeah. don't want to make it sound like... The good thing is he's not like just coming in blind. Like he knows the ecosystem. He knows everything about it. It's just like, what's he going to do, uh, you know, in this new role? So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll have to see. Uh, it's a Neebs. Hooray! We made it to fall 2020, everybody. Seriously. What's your f- favorite part about this time of year? Uh, it's about to be ruined. But uh, <laughs> I just like I just love fall. I love the yes. changing of the leaves. I love the getting ready for the new life that spring is going to have. You know, everything kind of dies and goes dormant. And uh, it's the time of the holidays. Yes. And so, you know, I think, you know, the election is going to sully all of that uh, as we have that and Voldemort still going on. Um, but I'm trying to keep my head up and. <sighs> focusing on the bright side, baby. That's right, man. There you go. Focusing on That's the bright side. Do. Yeah. What say you, Ed? I just love weather where I can wear a hoodie and Ooh. I'll bring a beanie and maybe I'll need it. I yes. love that. Yes, yeah. sir. Chris? Yeah, I, I like cooler weather. I don't like cold. I don't like mm-hmm. it getting really cold, which it will yep. occasionally uh, do here. Unless there's going to be snow on the ground. If there's snow on the ground, I'll deal with it. But if there's no yep. snow on the ground, which there rarely is here where I live in Texas, yep. it's just cold and then I get annoyed. But when it's just fall weather and it's just cool, kind of like Ed said, I can throw on a hoodie. I've I've worn my Marriage of the Games hoodie for the past three weeks. It's been amazing. Hey. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, I Let's love being able to baby. put that back on. So 
MarriedToTheGames.com. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, Yeah, cool weather, leaves falling, Halloween, Overwatch Halloween event, all the holidays. Bring it on, man. I love, this is my favorite time of year. I love this time of year. It's it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Greek Gamer, Nick Huntress, do you guys have any games that you go to when you are feeling under the weather to take your mind off your illness or help pass the time? I have many fond memories growing up of games helping me get through sick days at home from school and wondered if you have anything similar. I don't know if I have a specific one. Um, I know that I enjoy, when I'm not feeling good, I don't enjoy multiplayer games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to try to have a fast Twitch response or anything like that. So I think I'll, you know, kind of cuddle up next to a a single player game more than I will a multiplayer (laughs) game at that point. Chris? <laughs> I just see Gabe in bed curled up with like Ghost of Tsushima box. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll you here <laughs> yeah, thanks for getting me through this cold. Uh, I, I'm kind of the same. Like, I, I know I just said it, but a, a game like Ghost of Tsushima or something where I can just run around and do side quests kind of at my leisure and don't have to really focus or play try hard or anything like that is typically what I'll do. I don't have one in particular, but I do tend to steer clear of the the multiplayer games because typically the multiplayer games make me get more angsty <laughs> and that's not yeah. what I need at that time. Yeah. I'll usually put on a Lego game or, you know, I, I don't mention it on my weekly updates, but I still play balls on a regular basis. Do you on really? Too, on your man. Phone? I do too. On your phone, right? Yep. I still have it. Yep. yep. I play it too, man. That's hilarious. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you. No multiplayer. Get, get me in a nice open world game and, and I will be happy as a clam. Yeah. Mm. Uh, moving go. on to Facebook. Uh, Fred Hoyt, what's the best kind of cheese? Uh, Any kind. I love cheese. I'm a cheddar guy. Yeah. I love cheddar cheese. I don't know, man. That's that's tough. That's a tough one. Because there's yeah. probably some other cheeses out there I like. But I'm not like just I'm not privy to what they are. Do you like a blue cheese? Do you like like a? I'll do a blue cheese uh, burger. Yeah, I'll do man. blue cheese on a burger or something like that. Yeah, a little get you that little tang going on. You feel it up you in your nose little... holes. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what say you, Chris? You have a favorite cheese? Uh, usually, if I go somewhere that has cheese, like a sandwich shop or whatever, I'm going to get either pepper jack or provolone. Oh, yes, sir. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I'll go Swiss. Ooh. Mm. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. I'm I'm a I like pepper jack. I like to get a little little kick in there. Give yeah, me, give me something in my sandwich. Be great. There you go. Uh, that all sounds gouda. <clears throat> hey, no. Yes. What? Wait, what? No. Keep it going. Wait, what? No. <laughs> it's not April. It's not April. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's always April uh, in my heart. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, Tucker that joke was the goat. Hey. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, no. I <laughs> 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 meant no. <laughs> uh, Haverty had enough of these jokes. Come on, let's go. Oh, right. what? Haverty. Oh. Tim's right. slipping it in there like a little breeze. You like that? Ooh. Oh, Lord have Love mercy. Love that breeze. Love that breeze. <laughs> All right. Anyway, t- I've, tried to, I've said this guy's name like 30 million times. Tucker T. Dancy. <laughs> With Microsoft buying Bethesda, who could slash should Sony acquire to stay ahead of the competition? You know what's so funny is that I feel like Microsoft is making these purchases to catch up to Sony. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are, yeah. are looking at it the other way around, and we forget that Sony's the one that owned a bunch of first-party studios. Ask people are asking Microsoft to finally buy more first-party studios. Yes, and so yeah. I feel like they're you know <laughs> they're matching up. Uh, so I you know I, I'm not huge on on this. I like companies to stay their own and make their own money and and everything like that. So uh, if I had to say one, I I don't know. Chris, you got one that they'd, you'd want Sony to buy? Um, I think the ballerous moves, again, I don't think they can afford it, would be to either buy Rockstar or CD Projekt. Mm. <laughs> However, I think yeah. it would make a ton of sense, maybe not the whole company because it's so diverse and doesn't mean anything, but I think it would make a lot of sense for Sony to either buy Konami or buy their properties, something That's like that. Because those Konami. a lot of those are tied to PlayStation in the past anyways, not every one of them, but a lot of them. And I think that would, would make the most sense, but I I don't think they need to be in the pachinko business, which is mostly what Konami does now in water. And so I and I I don't know that they'd want that whole company and I don't know that Konami's looking to sell either. But Yeah. What about yeah. uh who owns Bungie right now? They're independent. Are they back to being independent? Yep. I'll say Bungie. Nice. Oh, there you that go. Could work. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like you Gabe. I don't think Sony needs to have any pressure where they feel like they have to buy anyone but if i had to pick one i would say maybe uh monterey jackbox (laughs) (laughs) okay what chris do not encourage him (laughs) it's too too late it's too good too late late. oh my gosh oh monterey jackbox man Uh, I'm with you uh, on all fronts. I don't think they need to either, but I will say CD Pro- CD Project Red. That would be amazing, oh, okay. but holy cow! That'd be crazy. I, I don't think I yeah. don't think it would happen, but uh, that no, would no, be no, no, no. that'd be insane. Uh, yes. Moving on to Twitter at m brown seventy eight. Do you guys think that God of War Ragnarok could be like Spider Man Miles, Mor- Miles Morales, but lets us go to the locked worlds from the original? I kind of like that idea. What it, does he mean by as, as, like as in length, like Miles Morales? Is that yeah, what? I don't get the comparison. No, I, I no. It sounds like it's just maybe the continuation of. Yeah, my my understand. Granted, we don't have a lot, but of the talk that I have seen from people who have been giving little bits of information about being involved from Santa Monica, my understanding is that it is a full on sequel, not just like a smaller cool. expansion but i do think that yeah. we'll be going to some of the portions or the different parts of that we didn't go to uh yeah, I hope the same so. game it's well it's probably a couple of the other ones before mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah there yeah you go. I, I don't know either all right final question i, I would like it to be a full yeah a full I, sequel I really instead of like a little just add-on for sure i just don't want them to rush it if i feel like this is coming kind of quick it's probably From, not going to hit 2021 if I were to guess. No, I wouldn't. I, I mean, considering we only saw what we saw, that's probably they probably don't have much else to show. And Sony, I don't yeah. care when it comes out. Don't put it on PlayStation 4. <laughs> make, make it a PS5 <laughs> yeah, only true. game, please. Please. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris a little uh, fed up with people putting it up back on the PS4. <laughs> yes, that's right. Just a little bit. Yes. Just a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Oh, yes. That was the goat, man. (laughs) That was good. Gracious. All right. Final question at Mayhem Monkey. 
Apples or oranges? <laughs> apples or oranges? I say oranges. Dang it. I'll say apples. Man. I like them I, both, though. I do like them both. I'm going yeah, like to say apples to eat, orange juice to drink. Okay, that's fair. Oh, all right. That's fair. I like that. What say I'm going, you, Tim? I'm going apples, man. I love apples. Mm, What's your favorite love, kind love of apple? Me. Do you have one? Fuji. Fuji. Fuji? Oh, mm. Nice and sweet. I love them. Ooh. There you go. They are I don't know the difference. I want a tart green apple. Ooh, nice. I like, like green like apple candies, but I don't like the actual green apples. I always, <laughs> really? yeah, Even though I like tart stuff, they always seem a little too far for me. Yep. <laughs> huh. That go. is it for all the questions. Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate it, yeah. as always. Yeah, we do. The question of the week for you guys is gaming habits. Mm. Do you have mm. any gaming habits? They don't have to be weird, but like the thing that might maybe you sit down and do. I'll, I'll give you an example. For some reason, in mobile gaming, I mute all the sounds of the music before I even play the game. So games oh, wow. like Clash Royale, I have no idea what it sounds like. Archero, I have no idea what it sounds like. I'm playing a boxing game right now. I think it's called Boxing Stars 2. No idea what it sounds like. Uh, I, I only know what Among Us sounds like because I'm playing it with a bunch of other people sitting around and they all have the sounds on. But I mm. always play my mobile games on silent for whatever reason. Mm. Just a habit I have. I have no idea. Do you have Gabe, something? I do, the, I do the exact same thing. Do you really? I wow. do the exact same thing. Why That's do you think so, that is? I don't know. Maybe just because when you're playing, you don't want anybody else to know that you're playing. Is that what it <laughs> is? Maybe like I should be working or I should be taking this call, but I'm going to play a little, you know, <laughs> a little Clash Royale. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's it. or I, I don't. Yeah, I do the exact same thing. That's really funny. There you go. Ed, you have any gaming habits? Not really. I'll usually, I'll usually get like an energy drink, like a Rockstar or a Munster. Um, uh, usually I'll take the music volume and put it down to about 80. Wow, man. Oh, do you? Yeah. I do that same thing for sure. I always lower the, uh, the, the music Mm -hmm. in games so I can hear them footsteps, baby. Right. There you go. Mm -hmm. What about you, Chris? Um, I don't, I don't really think that I do have any strange like strange game habits or or ones that are like oh every single game I do this thing the only thing that maybe would apply is I do pretty much any game I get into even if it's multiplayer and I'm teaming with random people I just go into a party so that I don't have to hear anybody yep yeah that's right you do start like a voice party yeah and if I'm playing and you'll with be people the only I, one in there if I'm playing with people that I know I always start a voice party just because it's so much cleaner than using in-game chat and I don't always, hmm. sometimes I, I will go into, like if I'm playing Warzone, let's say, I will go in there with the, I'll do trios or something and I'll I'll have my mic on and, and, and everything like that. But I'm not super concerned with, I feel like many of those games have such a good ping system. It's like, I can get by with that. I, I don't really mm-hmm. need to be hearing right. your radio in the background mm-hmm. or right. you and your, you know, significant other's conversation about the trash man didn't pick up the garbage can again or whatever. I just think, right. yeah, cool, I'm here to play a game. <laughs> Yeah. Sit there, I do sit the exact there, same thing. Sit there in that old party, all provolone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. all, all, all provolone. Okay, no, so provolone. we're gonna go. No pro, dog on it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get that one to work. 
I know you couldn't. You tried hard, man. Pro sitting there all sitting there. Provolone. Pro provolone. No. It's not working. They're playing like a provolone. Oh, there you go. go. See? See, I knew Ed could do Gabe, it. Gabe, it's okay, See? so you're fine. You're good. Oh, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. <laughs> okay, so I'm. St- I, w- I will have y'all know. I've been sitting here looking at lists of cheeses, trying to figure out one. <laughs> yes, yeah, Ed, buddy. you are the master. Yeah, and yeah. you're all uh, getting like close that. to his Chris, level. You, you can't uh, like use like a little cheat sheet to you, you freaking cheddar. I'm a cheater. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yes. Oh cheese. As as long. Oh yeah. Nice. Yep. Yep. I think I slipped one past Chris earlier that he'll hear when he go back and listen to the show. It'll be fun. Really? The one you laughed at. Yeah. Oh, good. okay. No, yeah, I yeah. got Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks. All right. Is this the end yeah. of the show? Yeah, that, I think that's it. That's a wrap. Nacho regular uh, episode, hey, that's for sure. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um I'm still well, let at us, this stupid list. Yeah, exactly. Try to make it work. <laughs> Jeez, whiz, Chris. Go, go, boy. <laughs> let oh, us man. know what your gaming habits are. They don't have to be weird. They could be regular. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, we will talk about it next week. <laughs> uh, Canadian, handsome, or just American? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're if you're at work or just at the cottage. Oh, nice. We would love to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, whether your name is Ashley or Mark or Colby, we want to hear your answers. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Whether you're drinking some coffee or some Swiss Miss. Yeah. <laughs> what? Man, you're bringing all the salt and pepper, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to eat them. Hey. <laughs> we love you guys. Episode <laughs> four, one, something in the books. <laughs> Nine. Yeah, thank you. Gotcha. Uh, I'm Gabe Patillo. Oh. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placencia. That is Chris McCracken. And Bree are married <laughs> to the <laughs> game. And we are up Go. this thing. Pizza. <laughs> 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 <laughs>